0: Thank you for joining in on this week's episode of Welcome Home with the Katinas. Uh, To those of you out there listening, maybe with kids or you yourself are on spring break, or maybe spring break is just around the corner. Uh, Hope you guys are enjoying that or will enjoy that. Hope you relax, spend time with the family. Uh, We'll get into it later with my guest, but the spring break is the reason he's here today. Uh, So I'm thankful that we get a break for spring Hopefully the weather is turning wherever you're at and you're getting some more sunshine and uh, some warmth. But thank you guys to those of you listening online or watching on YouTube even. uh, I just want to let you know how thankful I am for everyone who supports this show uh, by listening, by watching, and especially those of you who are financial supporters with the show as well as the Katina's ministry. We couldn't do this without you. So thank you so much for your support uh, I value my partnership with all of you guys. And if you would like to become a partner, the best way to do that is to go to the Uh, you'll see a give button on their website. Just click on that and it'll take you to where you need to go. So, uh, that's that. And we will get into today's episode. I have, A returning guest, Mm -hmm. a very handsome young man (laughs) in the building on spring break. He's home from college, my cousin, River Katina.
1: Thanks for having me back on the show, Josh.
0: So glad you're here. And uh, I appreciate you taking time. Like I said, you're on spring break, uh, taking time out of your break to be here with us. And I know uh, every hour that you have out of school is is precious. And so Mm -hmm. it means a lot to me that you're here, bro. Thanks for having me. Um, Well... Since you've been on the show before, mm-hmm. well, how long ago was it that you came on? Do you Somewhere remember?
1: around a year ago. I was okay. going to say a lot's changed. It was, I think, sometime in the middle of my senior year. So you school. hadn't graduated high school no, yet. No, I don't believe so. Okay, in and my yeah, date have... was pretty recent after okay. I graduated. So,
0: well, I back when you were here for your first time, mm-hmm. I asked you your three questions, um, as I do for all my first-time guests, but for. Returning guests, uh, I don't ask the three questions. I only ask one. And so this question, I've asked it to you before, and uh, it's it's intentionally open-ended, so you can answer it however you want. Um, but the question is this. What's going on at home, Riff?
1: So since the last time I've, I have been on the show, a lot's changed, um, including my home. So now, um, as I've been used to calling Spring Hill my home, and it still is, my home is now Cleveland, Tennessee yeah. for the next four years. But um, there's a lot going on. A lot has changed. I've got my first job in college. Wow. i working at Hibbitt Sports. Okay. So um, that's going on. And then just a lot of school. Um, that pretty much takes up all my time working out, going to school, and going to work. So that's what's going on at home.
0: Great. Well. I know a lot's been going on in mm-hmm. your life and I'm super proud of where you're at. Thank I you. So when I was in college, I'm trying to think back to my freshman year, um, I remember hearing people say that after that first semester, mm-hmm. that cr- Christmas break, like there's a good percentage of kids who they don't go back to school mm-hmm. after Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it's for a variety of reasons. Some kids, they're homesick or school is just not working out or they have something going on at home mm-hmm. that they just can't leave for. And, um, but I do know that if you do return from that Christmas break, your percentage of actually graduating mm-hmm. goes away up. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, this Christmas, when, when I heard that you were coming back in town, you were done with your first semester. I was thinking, man, I wonder yeah. if we're just going to go back. <laughs> Cause you uh-huh. never know. Yeah. And, um, but you did go mm-hmm. back. And so, I'd love to start off, I don't get a lot of college students on the show, so Mm -hmm. I'd love to just ask you, what has your first semester and a half in college been like?
1: It's been so different from uh, any, not only just semester of school, but just phase of life I've ever been in. Um, School is a lot harder. You know, high school is, people can put in a lot of work and do well, but you can also get through high school by cruising with the flow of the water but um college you just can't yeah and i think that's been a big change to me Mm -hmm. um just the fact that you know you're responsible for everything that you do i remember just two weeks ago my uh car battery died my mom wasn't there to help me jump it so i had to you know figure that out so it's almost like everything that happens in college it's almost like even if you've been through it before it's a new experience because you're by yourself Mm -hmm. So the first semester has been just eye-opening, honestly. Um, I'm very grateful for my first semester. I think it just showed me you know, how to be responsible and diligent and careful with my time. Mm. Um, and I've said I learned all these things, but it's not like they just plopped on me. You know, I learned through failing and not using my time right. So sure. that's how my semester has been so far, uh, first semester. What
0: kind, of, what kind of student would you say you were in high school? Were you, uh, Uh, I pretty much
1: kind of just did what I had to do to get by playing sports, you know, freshman through senior year, two sports for three of the years. It's almost just like, that's where my mind was at, especially when my mindset was, I'm going to go play a sport in college. That's kind of, you know, school was not at the forefront of pretty much any part of my life. (laughs) Sure. And now being at college just as a student and not an athlete, it's pretty much just school. It's Uh school and work. So. That's been a big change. Yeah,
0: I was curious like has do you feel like the student River Katina now is different than the student?
1: It's a completely different person in the classroom just because one I'm learning at a much different pace than I was at high school mm-hmm. and that's probably was my fault. I mean, I would say I took 3 history classes in high school. And I've learned more in my one semester of my history class than I did in the three years. Wow! And that might be my fault, yeah. but that's just an example of how I've changed as a student sure. and, and someone in the classroom. So, what uh, what history class are you taking right now? I'm in recent American history, so it's like.
0: Can I ask who your professor's name is?
1: Uh, Doctor Coates. Okay, I was he's thinking... pretty tough. Okay, he's pretty tough.
0: Have you by chance? So, for those of you who don't know, Lee riv and i riv goes to the school i graduated from lee university and there was this like super popular history Mm. professor that everyone took their first year his name was i think his name was dr barnett he's still there he is still there there. okay yeah Yeah, i he won like professor of the year like twice when (laughs) i was
1: at lee but big deal
0: yeah i took his history class Mm. and i was the same like i learned so much i'm sure the class you're in right now Mm -hmm. is similar
1: yeah my my history professors uh old school kind of guy. He's pretty strict and straight to the point, but he's a good teacher. So yes. that's been a change.
0: Has a, I'm sure you get asked this question all the time, but have you picked a major or are you? is there anything? So
1: I was going in to my uh, first semester undeclared and I was taking a psychology class and that immediately just grabbed my attention mm. and I figured, okay, I like this. So I'm going to take one more class. So I'm in my second psych class right now and then next semester I'll declare as psych major. Nice that's awesome.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, What is it about psychology that's interesting to you? I
1: think just the fact that I'm a thinker whether it be about those around me or even myself I think really deeply maybe too deep at at sometimes but I think that's it was the first class I've ever taken that doesn't feel like it's a school class it just feels like I'm learning about myself and Mm -hmm. about those around me so I think that's the main thing that's attracted me to yeah. it
0: let me um let me switch away from mm-hmm. like the school part mm-hmm. what is um i know you're living in a dorm mm-hmm. so what is like dorm life slash social life like for you yeah at least
1: so the the beginning of the first semester was probably the most social socializing i did because uh intramural softball was going on that's you probably know it's a big thing so i was hanging out with a ton of people but as the semester went on, Greek life starts picking up and most of my friends um, hopped into Greek life. I just felt like it wasn't the right time. So I'm honestly most of the time at class, in my room, the gym and work. So I spent a lot of time with my roommate, mm-hmm. Elijah. He actually came back with me He's here this week. Oh, nice. So uh, nice. we got a good dynamic. We're cool. pretty we're both pretty laid back, chill mm-hmm. kind of guys. We're not out too much, but
0: um so before going to college, Mm -hmm. like for a a big part of your life, uh, sports was like, it took up a huge Mm -hmm. part of your life. And I assume now that that's not necessarily the case, there's a hole um, hole in your time, Mm -hmm. a hole maybe in your heart. Mm -hmm. What are you filling that hole with?
1: Man, working, that's kind of like, and just intramural sports. I think when you say the hole in your heart part, that's more of like, okay, I'm going to go play intramural basketball because I like to compete. Sure. Now it's obviously a much different level than I'm used to, but that's kind of how I cure the mental side of it because it's been a huge change. Mm-hmm. But with the time, it's just working because if I'm not, you know, the whole plan was to go make money playing sports. Well, I'm not yeah. playing sports, I still need money. Yeah. So working is and working out pretty much.
0: So what's uh you brought up working Hibbett Sports, I'm mm-hmm. not familiar. What are you doing there?
1: It's pretty much just a, it's like a retail athletic store, like Champs uh, finish line. So it's not the busiest. It's in the mall in Cleveland, which it gets kind of busy. Maybe on a Friday for 30 minutes, but...
0: I remember Dylan worked at that mall mm-hmm. for years. I think he worked at the American Eagle or mm-hmm. something there. I think that just went out of business. Oh, but yeah, yeah Dylan was, left like, and yeah, it's <laughs> everything yeah, with dry. Right. Yeah, <laughs> he carried...
1: But uh, yeah, I get people's shoes for them. You cool. know, check people out. Yeah.
0: So is is this like your first real job, air quote? Yeah. So yeah. Like first job, you have like a boss, and you have to clock in. Right. So yeah, yeah. What's that like? What's it like having a boss? And... Uh,
1: I mean, I feel like it's not any, even though it's a different situation, it's not the way. You know, I I always respect my authority figure, so it's not like I'm not used to doing what I'm told. So it's not too much of a change on that. But um it's more a change in like the responsibility. Like you have a boss. He's going to give you something to do and you're responsible to get it done. So that's probably the difference.
0: Um at college at Lee, you know, one thing that I've been confronting in my own life lately is realizing that I don't necessarily feel like I'm in touch with, like, the younger generation anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, college kid, I always thought of myself as, like, high school kids, college kids. Those are all my peers, mm-hmm. right? Well, that's not really the case anymore. Right. And so I would love to. I, I think I brought this up on an episode with Callie mm-hmm. that I was on. It's, it's happening more it's never happened before until like recent months that I'll be like in the comment section on mm-hmm. Instagram like or TikTok mean? and I don't know what kids are talking yeah. about. I'm like, wow, I'm, yeah. I'm old now, <laughs> but I want to ask you a young person. You're what? 20. I'm 19. You're 19. Yeah, okay. Yeah. What do you feel um, like you can say this for yourself or for mm-hmm. like your peers, right. but like, what are like the struggles that the kids your age are facing right now in, in college or, Late in high school, like, what's the big um, conflict in your guys' life? I think
1: life? what I've noticed the most, personally, from my age group, when you go to college, uh, some people are going in with a group of friends, but a lot of people are not. Mm. And I think a big struggle is is friendships and mm. new friendships, but also past relationships because it's your responsibility, you and whoever it is, to, you know, keep in touch and that sometimes fades, sometimes you grow closer. But I think relationships is where a 19, 20-year-old can really get lost. Yeah. And because it's like you had three best friends and you all could have gone to different colleges. Now you have to find new ones. So I think that would probably be the biggest thing that I'd say people my age might struggle with.
0: Sure. I feel like maybe at a school like Lee, too, that that's even more common because mm-hmm. it's a... It's not a big state school where all the kids from your high school went to. Exactly. It's a mm-hmm. small private Christian mm-hmm. school. I think there's what like maybe five thousand students yeah, there. Probably around there, um, and I know you, you. It's not like you went to Lee with a bunch of your friends. Exactly. So what is um, like what has, what have you been doing? Have you been really just maintaining your old relationships from mm-hmm. a distance, or? uh creating new ones or both what does that look like for you
1: I think uh a good balance of both um I think when it comes to the new relationships it just takes effort it's like if i want you know if i'm feeling lonely or like i don't have friends it's up to me to be proactive on my behalf and the good thing about lee is Feel like you can make a friend with anybody there, mm. um, if you tried. Yeah, I feel like the people there are very open to new relationships, so I think that's awesome about Lee. And then when it comes to past relationships, a lot of them fall off, but I don't think it's in like a negative way. Yeah, I think it's I've been shown the relationships that are important; those will stay because sure. they agree, you agree. Without you know having that conversation, it's just like mutual. Uh, interest in keeping the relationship alive, like just with your family even. You know, if if I choose to not reach out to my brothers, that's my fault. Mm. So, I think it's just a good balance of keeping the ones you think you need and they need you and then also branching out and meeting new people.
0: How has the adjustment been um, being away from your family, from your brothers, your mom, your dad? What's that been like?
1: A lot different. Uh, I think it's it's kind of fun and it where I didn't expect it it's kind of fun as we can spend time apart but then when we come back it's all like we might look different to each other uh be interested in different things now so it's kind of cool to grow from a distance but also it's just tough sometimes you know my brothers and my best friends yeah. so I think it's a good a balance of struggle but also reward when you get to reunite
0: yeah, I think I may have talked with you about this the last time you were on the show, but I've really felt like my experience in college um, strengthened my mm-hmm. relationship with Eli, my brother. Because sure. Eli and I, were three years apart, and we we butt heads a lot mm. growing up, and we fought a lot as brothers. Um, but I felt like on the times when I would like come back for spring break right. or Christmas break or... A random Feels weekend, different. yeah, it's like, all right, dude, I don't want to fight because yeah. I'm only here for two yeah, days or whatever. Exactly. So, uh, I yeah. don't know. I cherish my time with Eli mm-hmm. a lot more. I'm sure Me you're too. experiencing yes. that as well. Yes, yeah. Well, so one more thing about Lee, and then we can talk about other stuff. Yeah. But, uh and I have no idea what your involvement or, mm-hmm. or was with this, but i would heard as an alumni about the revival that was mm-hmm. going on. Um, at a few colleges around mm-hmm. the country and Lee was one of them. Mm-hmm. Did you attend or do you do you know give me the update on yeah, that? Yeah,
1: so I I formally, I mean it was kind of um, I feel like the first few days it was it was very small that I know of and it was very like is this actually happening kind of thing cuz you know how we have chapel every Tuesday Thursday. Sure. It started off being advertised as a prayer meeting and um, I was working that whole week, so actually I didn't go to anything, but I do know it turned into like a week-long thing, and um, I'm not sure how much happened there, or not how much happened, but what exactly the revival consisted of, but the professors and students that I heard from that did go said that it was a a life-changing experience. So it's good for the campus, but I also think... From my point of view, I think these revivals were more important just to the grand scheme of mm. even the social media attention. Um, I I know that it was helpful to to the communities that they were at, but also I think even more the communities that they weren't at that, that just heard about it.
0: What was like? What was the the rumors or the buzz at school among the students about what was going on?
1: It was kind of just at first I think it was like is this is this actually a revival I don't I don't think any of us have even been faced with a situation like hey there's a revival like what does that even mean um that's what I think that was more of like the confusion it's like what okay what is revival Mm -hmm. but um I think most of it was a lot of people were wondering, are we going to get out of class? You know, <laughs> yeah. So so it was seen as, as a different situation sure. to a lot of the people. But it was more just, I'd say, a lot of curiosity. Yeah. And I think that's what drew a lot of people to actually go.
0: Yeah, I was curious. I feel like revival is a word. So I'm 26. Mm-hmm. I grew up in the church and I heard that word all the time. Right. Um, and I went to revivals mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But I honestly, even still, I couldn't give you like a good definition right. of like what revival yeah, is. I think exactly. maybe it's just something, you, it, it's like when you know, you know. Um, but when I was hearing about, I think the first college was As Asbury. As- Asbury, something
1: like yeah, something, that. Yeah, i yeah, never heard of the yeah, school. I think in Carolina, maybe. Okay,
0: but something I heard about that and I would see stuff online about it mm-hmm. and then um, I I, you know, I went to, I have, I'm friends on Facebook with like people who are still pretty connected mm-hmm. with Lee and I started seeing them posting stuff about it. And I was like, what is this? Yeah. And I feel like curiosity mm-hmm. is probably the right word. And I feel like that's a good thing mm-hmm. that people are curious. And, yeah. uh Me, someone who grew up in the church, I was asking questions right. and like wondering what's going on and do I need to go to this right. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, but I think it's cool that, that you were on the mm-hmm. cam- on campus yeah. while that was going on. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll shift away from Lee for a little bit. I want to talk to you about uh, a trip that you and your brothers and your dad uh, went on in January. I th- I got to FaceTime with you guys. I wanted to go on that trip, mm. but uh, I for whatever reason I couldn't. Um, but your dad got married, mm-hmm. and you went to his wedding. Yes. Were you a groomsman, like officially? Or I
1: I think it was very unofficial. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Unofficial groomsmen.
0: Well, tell me, what was that experience like? You guys were out in mm-hmm. Oceanside, California. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, how'd it was. That go?
1: It was fun. I think um, it was important that it, it was more than just his wedding. Uh, that was obviously very important to him, which made it important to us. But it was also just a good three or four days. I got, you know, at a, a long weekend, and that was the first time in a while. I think since Christmas. That um, my brothers and I were all just in the same spot um, for three or four days straight, just together. So I think it was a great uh, time for just refreshment and family, um, and then obviously a nice celebration.
0: Yeah, when you're with when you're with your dad and your brothers, mm-hmm. like, what's the vibe like? Is it? super like compassionate like oh i miss you or is it like it's, joking it's very or, jokey yeah it's
1: a lot of like us trying to pick at each other just for the time that we have you know two people will pick on one and then the other two will hop on the mm-hmm. the one who started it so i think when we're all together the most it's just picking on each other and just joking around yeah.
0: maybe maybe the psych guy can tell me this mm-hmm, but maybe. why is it that I feel like, especially with men, mm. but yeah, especially with men, I feel like our love language is like picking on each other and yeah. making fun of each other. What is that?
1: I I personally, and I think with your brothers especially too, I think that's what we find funny. Yeah. But also I think that comes down to like this uh, this competitiveness between like men. So it's like, oh, you picked on me. Me and my boy are going to pick on you. So I think it's just like a a back and forth dominance kind of thing between boys. I don't know. And I think we feed off of it with each other and find it funny.
0: Yeah, I often, (laughs) I think about it after I'm with like my brother or my guy cousin Mm -hmm. specifically, like... I'll think about the conversations that we had and in my mind, I'm like, I would never say that to anybody. To anyone else. I would never say that. Like, not my girl cousins, not co-workers. The stuff I say to them is like, it's almost like it's not even me. It's 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 like a different person. Being
1: with your brothers, I think, is something that it's like, there's not any other kind of, it's just a
0: different vibe in in the room. But, and I say all that, I know when I'm done doing, saying things, yeah. and joking, and picking fun, like, those are the people that I love the most yeah, in my exactly. life, and like, um, outside of my wife, who I do not joke with right. like that, <laughs> but like, those are, that, that's my family, mm-hmm. that's my blood, and those are the people that... um I value their that's my inner circle mm-hmm. and those are the people that yeah. we and they give it to me the uh, most too. Yeah. I th- think that's interesting it's, it is
1: it is interesting dynamic but it's it's definitely true
0: maybe you can ask your psych yeah. professor what, yeah, what that to, is I'll
1: have to do a study on that
0: um so let me ask you about uh I see you um posting sometimes about the league basketball team uh-huh have you become like a, a fan of Man, the I'm team? Man, I'm a super fan. So I'm what's a, going I'm on with like, league basketball?
1: That, so they just got in the tournament, uh, the D2 tournament. But kind of just back to filling my heart with the, the void of not being an athlete. It's just supporting the the athletes on my campus. Um, I've built relationships with a few of those guys, especially in my grade. So it's also just comes down to wanting to support them. But just being a fan of sports, and Mm -hmm. there's not a ton to do on a Tuesday or Thursday night in Cleveland. So that's actually what I literally look forward to. So that's fun.
0: Do you ever get the itch, like, man, I think I could play with these guys? You know, I do. Actually,
1: (laughs) not like I could just step on right now. Uh I know I would have to, like, put some work in. But what then holds me back is, like, the lack of desire to actually do that. But yes, I do definitely... Get the itch. Like, do you
0: uh, do you like? Are there basketball players or athletes in your dorm?
1: No, there's not. There's not. Okay,
0: not in Medlin. Oh, you're in Medlin. In Medlin. I forgot, not, yeah, bro. Yeah. That's a complete. So, yeah. me, there's two freshman boys dorms yeah. at yeah. least yeah. uh, campus. There's Medlin, yeah, and then another one called Bob. I lived in Bob. Bob mm-hmm. was built in like twenty. 15, 16. Medlin was so. built in 1918. So in there's the difference. Fun fact Billy Graham stayed it's at Billy Medlin. Stayed there, yeah. So that's that's how old that is. Yes. Completely different vibe. Uh, yeah. But uh, I say all that. So in BOB, that's where they put the athletes at because they yeah. were the athletes yeah. in the nice. Yeah. And so me and uh, Jackson, we lived with a bunch of soccer players uh, in our dorm room. Yeah. And we ended up living for like a year or so in an on campus apartment with two of the soccer players. Mm-hmm. And. Living with those guys, I realized that being a college athlete is hard. Mm-hmm. And like, I would say I'm, at many times it sucks. Mm-hmm. Like their lives Probably are... Comp- most of the time. Yeah. Their lives are completely consumed by um, obviously school because they're mm-hmm. student athletes. But mm-hmm. then any other time it's workouts or... Treatment or practice or games, traveling, like it, they have almost no free time at all. And so, I'm curious if you've witnessed that. And (laughs) I'm assuming that's a a barrier to entry for you. Yeah,
1: yeah, I have witnessed it. um, First, from my older brother, Zion. Mm. It's not like I witnessed that firsthand, but I was able to hear about, and especially football. Lee doesn't have a football team. And I would have played football if I played a sport. But so Zion, really, uh, I learned from him that it's a grind. Yeah. And then just having friends on the basketball team and soccer team, you realize just with uh, talking to them how much did they always have.
0: Yeah. I have a lot of respect for M- me the too. college athletes in a my lot. life. I think about Zion. Yeah. I think about Jervon. Jervon yeah. played basketball at Lee. Um, I'm sure I'm forgetting some people, but... Yeah. College athletes, Mm -hmm. they go hard. Yes. Um, all right, bro. Let me ask you a question. I I don't think I've asked this to anyone, uh, lately. And I can, don't remember if I asked this to you on your first time on the shows. So if I did just forget about that, Mm. but, um, I want to ask you about at 19 years old, your whole life is ahead of you. Um, the, the world is your oyster. Like, there's so many doors and opportunities open to you. And, uh, you, like, you can make your life whatever you want to right mm-hmm. now. I want to ask you, at the phase of life that you're in right now, what are you dreaming about?
1: It's a great question. Um, I think right now a lot of what I'm dreaming about just has to do with my current life. Um which is different because in high school you're dreaming about you think when you go to college you're just stepping into like adulthood but what i've realized at college is there's still a, a big gap of time where i have to learn about myself and figure out what i want my my dreams to be so i think it's it's half really dreaming about like graduating college and graduating with enough money to to live on my own but then there's also the the side of what I'm working towards so with a psychology degree I'm thinking of being like a therapist or or a, a counselor those are kind of the farther ahead dreams I have right now but it's kind of just a mix of current and and future dreams
0: is um is grad school part of that? Like, if you want to become a therapist? I think
1: or... it, it, it kind of just depends on the level you want to go to. Yeah. Um, we'll see when we get there. Yeah. That's kind of an example of praying about and sure. dreaming about where I'm at now. So
0: I think about um, Jackson, mm-hmm. our cousin Jackson, who he's going to be finishing his doctorate program that he's been in for the last two years now. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's... So he started at Lee when he was 18, mm-hmm. I think. 18 or 19, your age. And now he's... He just turned 26 and he's just finishing. Yeah. And I think if you... T- hopefully I'll have him on the show soon. If you talk to him, he'll he'll tell you he's thankful for his path and he, mm-hmm. uh, he feels confident in his decision. Mm-hmm. But he'd also say... It was a long time, right. like uh, of school. I'm wondering, like, mm-hmm. do you think about, man? Maybe the next, I could be in school for the next yeah. six, seven, eight years.
1: I think about it, and I think that thought is what makes me not want to do that. Mm. But also, I have to remind myself I'm only in my second semester, so, you know, I may get to my fourth year and be like, I could do four more, or I may just be wanting to call it quits sure. there. You know, so well. well
0: I love asking people about what they're dreaming about because it's something I spend a lot of time thinking about mm-hmm. for myself, and I always like to encourage people to tell them whatever it is that you're dreaming of, you can always dream bigger, mm-hmm. and why wouldn't you? You should dream bigger, mm-hmm. and um, uh, I know you like you're you're some you're a guy that I don't say this just to everyone, but. I really do believe whatever you dream of, you could achieve it if you wanted it. Thank you, Josh. And so um, there's my mushy comment for today. Let me ask you about... This is a specific... Probably not specific to Lee, but specific to like Christian colleges. Mm -hmm. Have you heard the term ring by spring?
1: I have heard the term ring by spring. Do you know what that is? Not fully... But I think so. Okay. With the whole engagement thing. I right. Yeah. Let
0: me ask you this. Do you know anyone at Lee that's gotten engaged yet?
1: It's this girl in my math class. <laughs> yeah. Don't know her. She came to class. And my professor... And this is where college is just so different. She was like, how was y'all's weekend? You know, in high school, it's whatever. We went to the party, right. blah, blah. Right. And this girl in my algebra class was like... <laughs> showed me her ring <laughs> she got engaged all this so that was an eye-opener so yes
0: i, I think I so multiple people so ring by spring is like a term that like you start the year out in the fall right and the goal spring, is you're gonna so your get engaged by spring yeah. yeah and um yeah. i don't know if it's still like this but when i was at lee like there was a huge uh cultural emphasis on marriage yeah. and like like you know the clock tower. Have, yeah. You, have you heard the cl- this clock tower story yeah, or whatever? No,
1: no, I've heard the clock. Okay. But I've always wondered,
0: like, <laughs> so there's this like, <laughs> it's it's funny now that saying it out loud, but there's like this Lee legend that if you're standing under the clock tower mm-hmm. when the bell goes off mm-hmm. with like your significant other or someone of the opposite yeah. gender, that means you're going to get married. married to them. Uh. Yeah. And so I remember like. <laughs> couples would literally like Go hang out around the co- the clock tower <laughs> That's and hilarious. I don't know it's yeah. just but I knew so when me and Jackson lived in BOB our first year a guy who lived on our floor mm-hmm. he got engaged like at the end of our first semester wow like so he was probably 19 maybe yeah and now that guy, I won't say his name, He he's a cool guy, but he's like married with two kids Let's and go. he's my age. Let's go. And I knew several people yeah. at Lee who got engaged yeah. uh, during their time mm-hmm. there. And I don't know, I think, I guess when you know, you know. Yeah. And uh, everyone's timing is different. Uh-huh. Do you think about marriage at all at this phase of your life? No,
1: um, and I do. Last time I was on, me and my girlfriend were that talking stage Uh we've been dating now for almost a year nice um she goes to auburn i go to lee and for all you long distance people out there um i think it can be seen as uh a a, kind of like a, a bad thing it's like oh you know that never works out which i heard a bunch of times but i think it's there's a lot of positives to doing um long distance if you're put in that situation so It's all you doing it out there. It's not impossible. Mm -hmm. You have to put in work and effort and commitment. But no, I don't... I think it's important to have that mutual understanding of, at this point in your life, you're dating to marry. Mm -hmm. It's not like... Especially doing long distance. That's too much work to put in to just be messing around. But also, I don't think marriage is a necessary conversation at this point i mean i'm not getting married when i'm in college Mm -hmm. um so with that being said that's at least four years that i have to go with my girlfriend before that point i think it's a good thought to have and a good thing to be working towards when it comes to yourself and preparing yourself for but i don't think it's necessary to be in that whole marriage conversation when you're here. sure so yeah i will nice. say
0: this i am the product of a long distance relationship mm-hmm. my parents were long distance for like i've heard it was like three or four years mm-hmm. like their relationship was basically over the phone mm-hmm. for uh, a long time so and jackson and leah long distance mm-hmm. i know plenty of long distance relationships that worked There's out. Hope out there yeah um it's a lot of haters yeah so i believe in long distance yes. relationships i wouldn't be here if it weren't mm-hmm. for them um uh, you did say one thing that I think is interesting um, about dating to marry mm-hmm. and that you don't feel like it, you're in the phase of your life where, yeah, you're dating to marry. Mm-hmm. I would guess that that's not everybody at your age. I feel like, I don't know what the percentages are, but I knew plenty of people when I was 19. I know people at my age now who aren't dating mm-hmm. to marry. Um, but I, I want to ask you, like, where does that come from for you? Like, why do you feel that way about dating?
1: I think I've always been uh, kind of protective of myself. You could say I had, from the time I was in sixth grade to when I graduated, I had one girlfriend and it was in the sixth grade. Mm. So I've, I've always just kind of been used to, not letting, you know, girls be a a big distraction when it comes to just dating and breaking up and dating someone else. Um, But with dating to marry, I think at this point, once again, especially with long distance, it's like that's that's too much of yourself to be, you know, giving to someone else and taking on another person if you're not doing it for the end goal. So I think it's just kind of like, to me it's just common sense. it's yeah. like, why am I driving three and a half hours to see you if I don't want to like stay with you um, for the years to come? So I think it's kind of just what all I know. yeah um, that's pretty much it.
0: No, that's great. I think I wanted to have you talk about that because you know, I hear a lot of people from older generations talk about the younger generation, and I know the statistics say that like millennials and Gen Z. We're getting married later in life than um, the generations before mm-hmm. us. We're having kids later, having less kids. Um, all of those things are like generalizations mm-hmm. about our generation. Um, but I think it's important that people remember that our generation, like, we're not a monolith. Like, we're there's diversity oh, of yeah. thought within our generation. And I think there are a lot of young people like you that are thinking that way of dating to marry or Mm -hmm. um considering you know the importance of marriage and things like that and i don't know sometimes i get tired by hearing people talk about our generation generation. Mm -hmm. and i'm sure every generation goes through it but Mm -hmm. um we're we're more than just the statistics and i'm glad to have a a young voice Mm -hmm. to to share that but Well, bro, um, I guess we'll finish up. I want to thank you for being here. And I do this sometimes on uh, different episodes. And I wasn't planning on doing it today, but I kind of just want to finish on this. But the first time I had Uncle Yeti on the show, this was over a year ago. um, He shared a story about a time where he got to meet um, someone he really looked up to, Mm -hmm. uh, in his life and he was a young person at the time and he remembers the conversation that he had with this person and they told him they gave him a word of advice and the the advice was this whenever you meet somebody always leave them with an encouraging word mm. and so certain times certain episodes i've asked my guests if they feel led to if you would like to share uh, any kind of word of encouragement to, to me and to our listeners. Um, I'd love to hear that from you, Riff.
1: Mm, I love that. Um, I feel like after this first uh, year of this new chapter of my life, I feel like I've come out with plenty of of things that I can encourage people with just because I've had to remind myself and, Do it for myself, but I think something I would leave people with today um, could be a little cheesy or generic, but it's just, I wouldn't be here if if I, I wouldn't be where I am today if I didn't do this, and that's just follow your heart. Mm. Um, Graduating high school, I was basically the only one who really thought I made the right decision by not playing football. Mm. At least that's how I felt. And I have loved my first semester of college. I feel like a different person, a new young man. And if I went and did what everyone expected me to do and play football, I already know I would not be happy Mm. because I know that I didn't want to do it. Um, I wouldn't have the relationships I do right now, whether that be the new ones I've made or, or past ones. But... Um, listen to your heart. You're the only one who knows what's inside of you. People can't read your mind. Um, people can know you and try to um pick up what they see um on the outside, but nobody can see inside of you. So just listen to your heart.
0: Thank you so much, Rip. Mm -hmm. That that's that's great and I need to hear that today. So um it's always a a, an honor and a pleasure having you here uh whenever i know when do you head back to to school saturday saturday yep. safe travels to thank you, you and thank you. um i guess i'll probably see you in the summer mm-hmm. maybe yeah
1: about a month cool bro yeah well finish strong of course Will do.
0: finish strong and uh always know i'm proud of you bro thank you proud of you too to those of you listening we'll be back with more episodes soon have a great day